Good morning, good morning, good morning. And top of the morning to you. Thanks, thank you, thank you for tuning in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. It is a beautiful morning, a beautiful morning, and a blessing to be among those on this side of the dirt. You know, each day, as God graced me and blessed me to live, it's so important to me that for everything I do and I say, it is not in vain. You know, oftentimes I I spend moments and spurts throughout the day reflecting on myself. How many of you know that's the only person that we have been granted the ability to change? Notice I said granted because even when we ourselves need to make changes and adjustments, it still takes us to consult with the powers that be of God. You know, if I had the ability to change myself, oh my, oh my, oh my, how different I know my journey through life would have been. How many things I would not have done and so many things I would have done. But because I didn't have the power and ability to change myself of myself, I had to seek God and humble myself unto God in order for me to make those changes. How many of you believe that it takes God to tweak us and adjust us and gives us that power to change us from our wicked ways? You know, there were ways about me when I look back sometime and I reflect and rewind and revisit over my life and I say to myself, ooh, ooh, if I had to meet that person today acting the way I used to act back then, she just couldn't be in my circle. Oh, my God. See, I have to keep it real about me. If I knew me being who I used to be back then, today, I just wouldn't be a part of her circle. And you know, even though I wasn't a bad person, I didn't go around maliciously hurting other people with intent and with malice. But sometimes, you know, there are just ways about us that is just not pleasant. It's not kind. It's not nice. So when I go back and I reflect and rewind of who I used to be, you know, I had I had an alter ego name. Her name was Frida. <laughs> and Frida was something serious. You know, I have to admit that about myself. And even back in what I call my rattlesnake days, you know, I used to tell people that. And I said, ooh, now, I I couldn't stand Frida. I used to say that 
back in the days. And so for me to confess that about my own self, that just let me know that freedom was a mess. But oh, but I thank God. I thank God because through the word of God, and that's why I promote what did God say, I continue to read and comprehend See, the Bible said, he that has ears to hear, let them hear. And not what other people are saying. It's that what the Spirit is saying. And the Bible says that he that have eyes to see, let them see. See, so many times my eyes were blinded and my ears was deaf. They, they, they was listening, but they were not hearing. Oh, my God. I hope somebody got that. See, you can listen to people all day. But if you're not hearing what they say, guess what? It will not retain in your mind. What will happen is that you will find yourself to become offended. Oh, my God. By the very thing they say that you already know is true. Mm. See, the Bible says offenses will come. But why would we get offended by what we know is true? Oh, my God. And I'm not talking about true to other people. I'm talking about being true to yourself. So in my reflection of myself this morning, you know, I love to examine my ways. Then this when the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And reminded me that I don't want my life to be in vain. I don't want to just exist and die. Because I read a post in my messenger this morning. And the post, I'm going to paraphrase it. It said there was a man that was 72 years old. And he had to end up going to the emergency room, to the hospital. And they had to give this man oxygen. For him to survive. He just needed some oxygen. So after they treated him with the oxygen. And the doctor gave him the bill. He said oh my. And the doctor said well you don't have to pay it all at one time. You can just pay it in, diff- in, in payments. You know you can set up payments. And the post said that the man said no it's not the money. Oh, my God. I have the money to pay the bill. It's just that I was thinking that if just for a few hours I had to pay this amount of money to get some oxygen, I was thinking if I had to pay God for all the oxygen he has allowed me to have down through the years. And when I read that, You know, that resonated with my spirit this morning. And I began to sit here and think about God. And I began to thank God for all the breaths of life that he gave me. And I I wasn't the right person all the time. But yet he still let me breathe freely. Oh, my God. I hope somebody got that. 
He let me breathe freely without paying him. I didn't pay God for all these breaths. Even though I didn't always say the right thing, I didn't always do the right thing, I didn't always act the right way. And I sure didn't sit and go down through my life without sin, iniquity, transgressions, and trespasses. I did all those things against God. Oh, my God. I hope somebody got that now. We do all these things against God. But yet, he still provides us with a breath of life. You know, I read that this morning. But last night before I laid down, you know, I was still thinking about the breaths of life. That how our life is just a vapor. And poof, it can be gone. You know, how can we not ever be high-minded to think that God owes us? See, this is what I went to bed with on my mind. I said, God, thank you. Because you don't owe me anything that I'm still living. I haven't always honored you in the fruits of my labor. I have not always honored you in the way that your word requires me to do. But you still got me alive. And I was thinking and reflecting back on my granddaddy. And I'm going to say this and bring it to a close. You know, oftentimes we believe that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. But I'm here to tell you. And this is this is this 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 may not set well with everybody, but this comes from reading from Genesis to Revelation. Some people existed in the world in order for other people, not because they became significant in a mission. See, since, let me break this down right quick. We all get some time to thinking that we are significant and relevant in our coexistence. But some people God allows to come into this world to be seed planters. See, everybody are not brought into the world to be leaders. This is where I'm going with this. Because if everybody was leaders, we would never have followers. Oh my God. See, some of us are under the radar. And all we want to do is, is like the Bible said, live a peaceful and quiet life. Then you have other people that are positioned and elevated to lead people. See, some of our missions are not the same to be lifted up. No matter how much we may feel we know, And how much anointing on our life. You know, and what I was thinking about my granddaddy. Because some came in my spirit. You know, well, people, he outlived my grandmother. And I would used to ask God this question. Now, I'm going to be honest. Because I knew what type of individual my granddaddy was. And I knew how my grandmother was. I wanted to ask God. See, you know, I'm free to be honest and real with what I believe. I asked God as a teenager, Lord, why would you take an angelic woman off this earth 
A woman who was kind and loving and decent and honorable and who went to church and honored your word. See, I asked God this question. Why did she have to die before her husband? Who was a cheater and adulteress and a and a and a and a liar and, a, and, and and would drink. See, I'm just being honest. I asked God this question. I said, God, I believe my grandmother would have been more of a blessing. See, I hope somebody get this moral to this. Don't worry about my grandmom and granddad name. See, get the moral to the story. I couldn't wonder why would God take the life. Because my grandma went sick. She laid down and went to sleep. I'm sure believing she would wake up to see tomorrow. But God called her home. Every night we lay down, we don't know. See, that taught me as a teenager. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be in a car accident. Nothing traumatic has to happen in your life. But one thing, every time you lay down, you don't, you don't, you're not guaranteed to open your eyes again. So see, that's why my life has always had these forethoughts to examine my ways. Because I said, God, I don't know when I lay down. If you're going to give me the breath of light to wake up. When I realize that can happen. See, people, I'm trying to talk to you on a reality. That's why the Bible said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath and your anger. We're not that important to get the big head to think that when we lay down, God has to raise us up. Oh, my God. And I never met anybody as honest, truthful, angelic as my grandmother. And so that perplexed me. Why would God take her life? When she has so much. And when I tell you, this is the honest God truth. I never met a person who everybody listening to me who knew my grandmother from the north, south, east, and west. I never heard one person in this whole world say an unkind word about this woman. That's how her personality. You know, my uncle from Chicago came down the other year. And he said these pastors was approaching him because he was putting up a tent in our hometown for a tent ministry. And he said they came at him, you know, like these armor bearers and deacons and all these guys saying, why are you putting this tent up? Because it was across the street from the church where the people park. But it was city property and they didn't know my uncle had already cleared it with the city. So he said when they came, they was coming like they was ready to brawl. Men of the church. So he said as they got closer, the first thing they asked him, who are you and why are you here? And he said, I told them my name is Marvin Puffin and and I, I was raised down here in, in, in this town and, and, and I came to bring a tent ministry. And they was like, Puffin, well we, well, we don't know you. And then said, one of the guys said, are you Miss Jewel Putman's son? And he said, yeah. He said, oh, man, that was your mother. Man, she was so sweet. Everybody. You know, it's it's an amazing person. When nobody has nothing negative or mean or cruel to say about you, when your character speaks like that, 
That's volumes over your life. So you know I was perplexed. Why would God take that kind of woman off the earth and leave her husband behind? Now this is this where I'm getting ready to round it up. Because see, everybody thinks that God let us live because he got a, a, a bigger purpose for us. But see, what God told me, now I'm going to tell you what he told me. He let my granddaddy live because he needed to get right. See, you know, we talk about this. We talk about when we die, we want to see our loved ones. But my granddaddy was so mean-spirited. So I had, God said, uh-uh, uh-uh. He think he might have something else to do. But in order to see his wife in heaven, he need to change his ways. He need to change his attitude. He need to change his spirit. That's why I let him live. Because if I would have took him, oh my God, I hope somebody getting this. If I would have took him back then, just like I say about me, in my mess, I know I would have died and went to hell. Oh my God. Sometimes God extends our life. So we can get our character and our personalities in a better place that we can leave this earth and go to a better place. Oh, my God. And we can miss the mark and thinking it's for a whole nother reason because we don't like to examine our ways. Can you examine your ways this morning? Can you truly examine your ways and ask yourself this question? Are you sin free? Are you walking in the integrity? Are you walking in the fruits of your spirit? Are you walking? See, because I don't care what people say. But everything from Genesis to Revelation. 1 Corinthians says one thing that people keep missing. It said you can, you can talk with tongues of angels. You can be smart. You can have all this knowledge. You can be angelic. You can prophesize. You can have all these gifts. But the Bible says, if you have not love, all that don't profit you nothing. 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 And they say, now come in faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. See, people, we'll keep missing the mark. And we think it's about our accolades and our titles and our positions. But we have a master love. And sometime until you master love. See, it took me years to understand. God took my grandmother because she had mastered how to love. Oh, my God. Where is her husband? And I'm sure she prayed for him. I know she wanted her husband to see her again in heaven. You know, we say that as little kids. Who we want to see when we get to heaven and when we die. Mm. Are you living your life in vain? Are you just dressing up and, 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 and playing the part? Can you examine your ways? Because all of us left on this earth may not be for a platform. It may just be for the very reason God told me years and years ago about my granddaddy. So when we die, he given us a chance to get it right. He giving us a chance to get it right. But we can't keep holding on to the way we used to be. God ain't keep us alive to still be like we used to be. Oh my God. See, that's where I came to the understanding. When I 
was allowed to keep living. I had to ask God for me. I said, God, why am I still here? He said, because if I'd have let you die to hell, you would have lifted your eyes. You was messed up, Alfreda. You was messed up and you was jacked up and you was towed up. And see, now I'm going to tell you something about me and I'm going to bring this podcast to a close. I still have to fight against those ways. I still have to learn how to bridle my tongue. I still have to learn how to walk away. Well, that was a hard choice. I had to learn how to walk away from honest and constructive criticism. And God's still working on me. See, I'm not heaven material. Oh, my God. I hope somebody get that. See, when you're not heaven material, because you can't be in heaven, and you're not operating under the fruits of the Spirit and the love of God, you ain't going to heaven. I don't care what you do on earth. Because if you go to heaven, that means God is a liar. Have you mastered your fruits? Have you mastered 1 Corinthians 13 chapter? And I'm telling you, I work on myself every day with patience and meekness and gentleness and kindness and long-suffering. I learn those words that every time, excuse me, the enemy try to come and attack me in the spirit, God always remind me, this is what God does. See, I hear those scriptures in my heart. 1 Corinthians 13 chapter, Galatians 5 and, 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 and 5 and 20. I heard, I hear them in my heart to call them up because that be my little checklist. You see, God has said, are you being kind? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, God will speak to me just like that. He said, lower your tone. Are you being patient? Are you being meek? Are you being gentle? See, when God would checkmate me in my spirit, oh my God. It wasn't about the person. See, I don't have it twisted. I don't care who come at me and how they come at me. My character is not on display to battle with them about anything. My character is about God allowed me to live and not die from a heart attack. So my character, every time I find myself trying to lean to my own understanding of my own ways, that's when God will check me. Here's First Corinthians 13. Mm-mm. Galatians. Five. I need to double check Galatians, but I think it's the fifth chapter. Oh, it's Galatians six. No, 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 no. It's Galatians five. Galatians five. The whole fifth chapter is good, but I know um, in that fifth chapter, it gives us the works of the flesh. And it tells you everything you do. Everything you do in your flesh. That is not pleasing to God. See, we don't need people to critique us when we know the word of God. It doesn't matter how much you love who you love or your leader. If you do not 
examine your ways through the word of God. Mm. You're just following after a voice. See, the works of the flesh is in Galatians, the fifth chapter. And it will, it's a checklist in there. I call them my checklist of anything you do that is not in the ordinance of God's way. Will he forgive us? Of course he will. Yes, he will. Because he's a just and a loving God. But it goes on down in that same fifth chapter after the works of the flesh and tell you how you are supposed to operate as a Christian. And that's my checklist. When I see that in myself, when I see or don't see it in others. Oh my God. I hope somebody got this. See, we don't need to quit trying to figure people out. Because the only way we're going to know who a person is, is when we know them by their fruits. Not by their flesh. Because the flesh can tell us to do anything. That we think we big and bad enough and grown enough to do. But those are not things that will get us into heaven. I believe when the Bible said there is a heaven and there is a hell. I don't know about you, but I believe. I believe. That's my reason for believing in God and the word of God. Because I believe in heaven and hell. And I don't want to go. I do not want to find myself in hell. I do not want to not know when God is going to put a check by my name and say it's time. Because I've given you enough time to get it right. And you chose to keep playing. See, that's why I be saying sometimes people play too much. It's time to get out the sandbox. It's time to get out the sandbox. If, if your interest and concern is whether or not you're going to make it to heaven or hell, it's time to get out the sandbox. It's time to put away those childish things. And you want me to help you with the childish things? They are the works of the flesh. And when we can put those things away, then we can start working on fulfilling the fruits of the Spirit. Check my book out on Amazon. It's on the fruits of the Spirit. It's The title of it is, Ladies, What Did God Say? What did God say? And, and, and the subtitle is, What Are You? What are you? You are your fruits. What are you? It's a, it's a, uh, the cover has a nestle of green grapes on the front. Check it out because it will, it will enlighten you on the fruits of your spirit. Because your fruits of your spirit are identified, believe it or not, pretty much by the circumference of everything connected to your head. From your heart up is how our fruits, very profound revelation that God gave me about the fruits of our spirit. And each body part 
from my heart up that is significant in identifying who you are. See, your hands and your legs and your arms and all that and your butts and your breasts, that's not significant for your fruits. If, if all of that was removed, your fruits can still operate. Powerful revelation that God gave me. That's why I'm not impressed by all of that anymore. Oh my God, I hope somebody got that. I'm not impressed by Mr. Fine. Because Mr. Fine fruits are not defined by his body structure or how he look. See, your fruits are determined, again, by the circumference of everything connected in your head, pretty much the majority. Your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth. We are identified by those body parts that exhibit our fruits. Check out that book on Amazon. I guarantee you it will truly enlighten you because it enlightened me. As I was writing it, God blew my mind. See, it's not came from the top of my head because I thought I was so intellect. God orchestrated the writing and the analogy and the revelations from that book. Oh, my God. Are you prepared today to go to heaven? If you lay down tonight, are you prepared to go to heaven? Have you done all the things right that you felt you could do? Are you walking in the in your armor of peace? Are you pursuing peace? Do you have you forgiven people that you know have done you wrong because you want God to forgive you to receive you into heaven? Have you examined your ways? The Bible encourages us to work out our own soul salvation, not that of the congregation. Don't get me wrong. Hear me good. The congregation is an assignment for you to lead sheep. But that won't save your soul if you're not right. So have you worked out your own soul salvation? Oh my God. That's who God is going to judge your soul's salvation not mine not your mama your daddy your sister your brother your auntie your uncle your pastor your bishop your apostle and all your classmates uh, or whatever you doing you moving around in this atmosphere when God called your name to remove you your body off this earth he is only gonna go by the things you did your soul salvation what did you do right how you walked in your fruits how you showed love and as I said about me I had to let go of my own ways and I'm still working on it see I know how to put myself on the chopping block and if I can say what I say about myself that I know that's not right then that means I need to work on getting it right. And the only way we can get things right is through humbling ourselves. We have to humble ourselves. That's why the Bible said humble is the way. 
Humble is the way that we can change from our wicked ways that we may think are not wicked. But I told you, get your checklist out and check off things about yourself as well as other people. When you don't see the fruits of the Spirit that's prevalent, then you'll know what you're dealing with. Oh, my God. The Bible said we shall know them by their fruits. Do that mean we shouldn't embrace people that, that, that don't walk in all those fruits? Of course not. Iron sharpen iron. Sometimes God put people together to sharpen one another in the fruits. But most importantly, you shall know them so you'll know whether or not you can confide and trust in them. You shall know them by their fruits. Learn the fruits of the Spirit. In 1 Corinthians 13, that no matter what you do in life, Always remember how important it is that the greatest gift is love. You do have a beautiful, blessed Saturday. Spread some love. Walk in your fruits. And until the next podcast upload, may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And may the Lord continue to flow, flow, flow blessings down upon your life and your family to meet all of your needs, all of your good wants, and all of the things your heart desires as you delight yourself in him. Amen. Amen. God bless you and keep you and thank you always for your continuous support and taking time out of your precious life to tune in and listen to my podcast. I hope each and every one of them have blessed you in some measure. Amen. God bless you. Good day now.